Hey y'all, welcome to the Southern Wife Podcast, where we talk about the real things and dive into what God has for us. I'm your host, Michaela Hansen. I hope you feel known, loved, and seen here. Let's jump right into today's episode. Hello, hello. Welcome to today's episode of The Southern Wife. I hope you're having a great week and a good day so far. Today's topic is all about trusting yourself and more specifically, trusting your heart. All right, so we've all done things, right? Rather little or big, we've all sinned at some point in our lives. And after we do, it can sometimes be hard to trust ourselves, but trusting yourself is essential in decision-making. Rather, big decisions or small ones, it's essential. It's needed. Trusting your gut in your spirit, but also trusting that you hear from the Lord and that you're making the right decisions is really important. The Bible says that he sees all sin the same. That's pretty hard for me to grasp, honestly, because I don't see lying and breaking the law the same, but that's how God sees it. And I've done some wrong things. I've done some impure things. When I was a teenager, I gave into self-sabotage, emotional eating. I was even suicidal and didn't really want to live because I didn't see my purpose. Those are just some examples of the impure things. And I did a lot others that I'm not going to go into because there's no reason to list them all because it isn't the point of today's episode. But I had a really hard time trusting myself afterwards. I went through an eight-month-long process when I was 18 after making what felt like the biggest mistake of my life, and I had to learn to trust myself again. I became the most indecisive and even more insecure than I was, which was a lot at the time, person, just because of that one mistake that felt like my world was ending. I had a hard time trusting myself to even make small decisions. It's like all the instincts that I had immediately disappeared. I even became numb, numb to my heart, numb to my emotions. And it was I had a huge disconnect from my heart to my head. I just didn't feel like me anymore. When God revealed what was going on, I began a very painful process of learning to trust my heart again. And because I was numb... It was literally like having surgery and the numbness wearing off after surgery. I knew it would be a hard process because the Lord started to prepare me for it before I entered the process, but I really didn't even know it was coming. I didn't know it would be that painful, but Jesus helped me through all of it because he's so kind, so gentle, and so sweet to us. In case some of y'all are going through what I went through two years ago, I'm going to give you some steps to help you through this process. Step one is admitting that you did wrong and asking Jesus to forgive you. And he immediately will. He forgives all of us. That isn't an excuse to sin afterwards and knowingly sin, but it's very, um, it's just a very good feeling to know that he always forgives us. And admitting to yourself that you did wrong will punch every single every single enemy that you're facing in the face. 
Because the thing about not trusting your heart is you feel very powerless. And it's almost like I couldn't give in to the give in to the power that the Lord gave me. I just felt very powerless. Anyway, stepping to step two is asking him to help you trust yourself again, inviting him into the process. Yes, the Lord will walk alongside you, but sometimes you got to give him permission to do so because he'll stand there and wait, but he won't pry. He gently knocks on the door. He's not going to pry himself. He might continually knock until you answer the door, but he's going to, he's not, he's not just going to jump right in. He needs your permission most of the time. At least from my experience and what I've learned, I can only go by what I've learned and what I've experienced and what I know to be true. And after you invite him into your process, into your heart, and invite him to do what he wants, that can be a scary and hard prayer, but you have to allow him fully in for him to work inside you. And step three is realizing that who you trust except Jesus, will at some point hurt you, including yourself. And you have to trust them anyways. And in this case, it's you. It'd be a pretty pretty lonely world if we went through life without trusting anyone. And you live with yourself daily. Like you are you. Trusting yourself is pretty important. Step four is forgiving yourself. You have to forgive you. We have to forgive ourselves for what we've done. Jesus forgives us, so why can't we forgive us? You know, guilt and shame often come in after we do wrong things, and that's not of the Lord. The Lord does not guilt and shame us. He does not condemn us. He might confront us and convict us, but He's never going to condemn us. That is fully the enemy, and that's not God. So if you're feeling any of those feelings, you have the power and authority to to tell them to shut up and to go away because you are a daughter or a son of the Most High King and you are worthy of good things. Don't let the enemy convince you that you're not worthy of good things because that can be a feeling you feel after you do bad things or things that are not necessarily good. And step five is to apologize to you for not trusting yourself. Now, the last, these last two steps, step four and five, might seem a little silly to you. But if you were in a fight with a friend, wouldn't you do the same thing? If someone hurts you, you'll forgive them in your heart. Well, you're supposed to, at least. Why won't you, you do the same with you when you hurt yourself? Because believe it or not, we're going to let ourselves down too. Promises we make to each other, to ourselves rather, sorry. Promises that, that we make to ourselves we might break them. I know I did. I want you to do those steps. It becomes a little easier to trust yourself. And if you were like me, even make decisions again. When I started entering into the process, I almost started feeling like I got I was getting pieces back of me, like a puzzle piece putting it, putting it back together. And it was the most liberating feeling. The biggest thing that helped me trust myself again was the realization that God trusts me. If God, creator of the world, almighty king, maker of heaven and earth, 
trusts me, why wouldn't I trust myself? Like, why wouldn't I? You see, it it actually all starts by trusting God. Trusting that he will never steal you wrong. Trusting that he goes before you and has a plan and a purpose for you. Trusting that he knows you inward and outward and knows what's best for you. And trusting that you hear from him. If he trusts you, why wouldn't you trust you? I know I said that a couple times, but sometimes we got to hear it more than once. So let's sink in. As I said earlier, forgiveness is very important in this process because the root of unforgiveness is bitterness. And trust me, you don't want bitterness taking root in your life. I had it. Trust me. In life, we make so many decisions, small and big, from what clothes we're going to wear in the morning to what we're going to have for lunch to where we're going to move when we grow up. Big decisions, who we're going to marry, you know, what when we're going to have kids, like these big life decisions that we make, we have to trust our gut. We have to trust our heart and we have to trust our spirit and God. God wants you to trust yourself. He trusts you. Did you know that? Did you know that God trusts you? That's just amazing to me, like to grasp that he trusts us. So sometimes we can have these little perceptions of ourselves, like, oh, little little me, like nothing against the song, the, the this little light of mine. It's a It's a good song, but sometimes it can be taken the wrong way. As far as this little light of mine, I'm going to let it shine. This little light of mine, I'm going to let it shine. Why does your light have to be little? Why does it have to be little? Why can't it be big? Why can't we see ourselves as big people that are capable of helping people, of helping the world, of doing God's handiwork? Sometimes false humility will come in. And convince us that we are being, um, that we're having humility by saying things and taking the back row seat. When in reality, that's not humility. Humility doesn't shut you down. God wants us to be brave and bold. And a bold decision after doing wrong things is to make the, the decision to trust yourself again. And to allow the Lord to pick up the pieces and put them back together. But he won't do it himself. You have to give him permission. But you got to do the work too. Like you really have to do the work. And it's really, really, really important to do the work with him. To co-labor with him. Co-laboring is exactly how it sounds. You're laboring with someone. And that is one of the greatest honors that we have with the, have is to co-labor with the Lord. God wants you to trust him. And God wants you to trust you. I cannot emphasize enough how important it is to trust yourself. You know, one day we're going to have kids. And those kids are going to want to know how to make decisions. And if we can't trust ourselves, are they going to be able to? Just some food for thought there. I have a dream of being a mother. So a lot of the time, if I'm going to make a decision for myself, I think about my future kids. 
um, which is probably going to happen in a couple years. My husband and I plan on, I say two years, he says three. <laughs> so around that time frame, um, having kids, and that's where my brain goes to a lot of the time. And a lot of the times I make I make decisions for me to be a better me, but to be a better person and to be a better daughter, but to be a good mom one day. Don't wait. We can push off the process sometimes because we know it's going to be painful, but don't wait to go through the process of trusting your heart. Don't wait to trust your heart again. If you're having a, a disconnect in yourself, don't wait to connect the dots. Don't wait to allow the Lord to help you connect the dots. Don't wait to co-labor with him. Do it now. There is no, no time like now. The word says we are not promised tomorrow. And that is so true. We have to live today like it's a good day to be alive. We have to treat it that way. It's really important to do so. There's so many reasons that we need to trust our heart. If you don't want to do it for you, do it for those that are around you. But trust me, if you're feeling a disconnect, it might be a painful process to go through, but it'll be so worth it to trust yourself again. And this can really pertain to anything. If it isn't the process of trusting your heart, maybe you're not feeling worthy and you need to feel worthy. Maybe you are going through a crisis and you don't really know who you are. You've lost yourself in it. I've been there. You know, I've talked in, my previous, in a previous episode about my health and um, chronic health issues and I've lost myself in it before. Thank God I, that the Lord helped me find me. I found myself again, but it took a while. It's, it's easy sometimes to get tunnel vision. And not even with physical problems, but emotional problems. And if you're not trusting your heart in the middle of a crisis, it's even easier to get lost. Because you have to have instincts and you have to trust yourself. In order to get out of hole. Think about it. If you're in a tunnel. And a bunch of. Um, what's what's that word called? Uh, rubbish. I don't, I don't remember the word. I'm sorry. It's like where you're in a tunnel. And a bunch of rubble. That's the word. <laughs> sorry guys. Just go with me. A bunch of rubble falls. And the tunnel is blocked now. What do you need to get out? You need strategy, probably. But you need your instincts. You need your instincts in order to help you show the way out. You gotta, I don't know, look for a, a hole and you can make it bigger and stuff like that. That's just how I'm thinking right now. It's the same thing in our own lives. Instincts. We have, we have instincts that the Lord has given us and we are supposed to follow them. And so, sometimes there's fear. So, sometimes there's fear, fear there that, that you have to address. I know I've dealt with that too, fear of making the wrong decision. I'll do a quick story before I wrap up here. Um, today's going to be a shorter episode, I think, because um, I have to go to work early today. But um, 
a story I'm going to tell you, just a quick story, is a time late recently, actually, where I was scared to make the wrong decision. And I had to trust my heart and trust my instincts. My husband and I were getting prepared to move to the place we live now, which is a completely different part of um, than we were used to, but it wasn't too far from a place we were currently living. Um, you can listen to all about that if you listen to the previous episode called Our Story. That's my husband and I's story and um, how we got to where we are now. And if you wanted more info on that, you can listen to that. So in that process, I had to tell my boss um, that I was leaving, even though we didn't have our apartment yet. And there was a big chance that I would have lost a month of work. And that could have been bad for our finances. But I had to choose a date because we had to choose a date to come visit um, the place we live now and look at apartments and we found our home, but I had to give her a date of when we would be my last day. And I was so scared. I was so scared at making the wrong decision and, um, and my mind putting mine and my husband's finances at risk. But that actually wasn't even true. That would not have even happened even if I did lose a month of work like or two weeks or whatever. It really wouldn't have been that big of a deal. But in my mind, it was. It was a rational fear that I had. Irrational. And, but I had to do it. I had to choose a date that I would be, that I would um, stop working. And I felt so bad. Um, The family I was nannying for just, just had a baby. And I literally left them three days after she, she had a kid. And I felt so guilty for leaving them, but I knew that I had to make a decision. So I had to kick guilt in the face and fear in the face and choose a date. And I had to commit to it. My husband gave me um, full reign as far as we, we, we make decisions together. But he was like, babe, it's up to you. Whatever you feel is right, go for it. Because he trusted me. I'm like, okay, I'll go for it. So I gave her a date, and it just so happened that that ended ended up being the day before we moved, which is crazy to think about. But I had to trust my instincts. I had to trust my heart. And if I would have never gone through this process of learning to trust my heart two years ago, I wouldn't have been able to make that decision. Because I was afraid of making the wrong decision. I was afraid of letting myself down again. But we can't walk through life that way. Living in fear is no fun. Living in worry is no fun. We have to trust ourselves, trust our heart, trust our gut. And trust that even if we do make the wrong decision, God will pick us back up and help us get on the right path again. Because he's so gracious and so good to us. So moral of the story, wrapping up here, trusting your heart is essential for not just growing and developing, but just living your life, your everyday life. I really want us to all trust our heart 
and to trust our instincts and trust our gut. And mainly, 100% fully, trust, sorry guys, I burped, trust that God won't steer us wrong and that we hear from the voice of God. And if you're struggling to hear from the voice of God, just talk to him. He's, he's there. Just listen in. Get quiet with him and just listen in. He won't steer you wrong. Trust him and trust yourself. Alrighty, I hope you enjoyed today's episode, that you are encouraged and blessed by it. I hope you have a great week, and I will see you next Tuesday for another episode of The Southern Wife. Thanks, y'all. Bless you.